Album Review, the podcast where four totally unqualified guys review a different album every week in the hope of broadening our knowledge of music. However, we are easily swayed off topic and have no real idea what we are talking about. Today's album is Panic at the Disco, Death of a Bachelor. This album, what did I think about this album? Who what pick, did I think who about? Who picked this album? Denver did. I picked this album. It was you. Oh it shit, that I. means it's me next. Oh, Jones <laughs> prepped. <laughs> this album. Yeah, it was solid. Is... Just solid. It's... Nothing else. All right, well, calm down. <laughs> hey, <Halo. laughs> What happened before the album review stays before the album review. You leave him alone. Y you joke, but one of one of my notes on a song is solid song. <laughs> there we go. Ah, That's how go. he explains everything now. Yeah, it's uh, solid. solid. You know, it's solid. Exactly well what I expected. This album is its just amazing, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it, people? Well, yes! I don't what? know. Shut up, Will. I feel like solid. this album is the start, was the start of Brendan Urie's greatness. Disagree with that. The start? I'd say, yes. I, would, I, would, I, would, I would argue and say this is the no. peak of his greatness. Nah. No, it's not the start. I'm talking, I'm talking mainstream, not people who actually go, like I'm him. from... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, um, actually um, like them. Um, I listen like, to the like, Panic. For my personal opinion, every other Panic album prior to this, solely each album had more and more good songs on it that I'd listen to. And this is the first one where, like, I really liked every song on the album. And then, obviously, the next album afterwards, I liked every song. I was going to say, you give the last album a 10, didn't you? I don't know if that's necessarily true. Or are you talking about in terms of album review as opposed to albums in general that they've made? What do you mean? Well, there is an album in between Vices and Virtues and Death of a Bachelor, which I would argue is one of their worst ones. What? Too Weird to Live? Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. I think that's a good... That was the album that got you me see, into no, I, Panic I, at the Disco. I was going to say, I, I like that album. Nah. Well, I like... Because I was nearly going to pick that instead of this one, because I've not heard that album as much. But, like, that album... That's... Yeah, that album had about four songs on it I quite liked. Whereas prior to that, often, like... Um, there was only like one or two songs I really liked on a Panic album. So it's very hurtful. Um, until um, Death of a Bachelor and Play for the Wicked, which I almost like all of them. And I think it's like a, a good transition point of those because, I mean, Too Weird to Live, uh, Too Rare to Die was like his first one where all the old members had left and he basically did it on his own. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't forget Mr. Percussion. He's still in the band. Mr. Percussion. Yeah, the guy, the guy who does the percussion. He's he's like the only member that stayed with him since the start. No, no he left true. after before Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. No, 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 no. Did he actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did he? Yeah. It looks like that, it looks like the Vice of Virtues album was the last one he was on. So That's nice. Done any stuff there, Joe? The, the bass, the guitarist stayed with him, and then he's gone now as well. Well, wasn't he a pedo or something? I don't know. That's a big accusation for something no, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> what are you just saying? Is he a pedo? I'm pretty God, sure he's a nonce. He's gone. That's you, how all band members can, leave these can, days. Can I found that to be a pedo. Can, can you imagine that? Just, just that's just the conversation in every workplace. Like I leave Tesco and they're like, "Oh, where did that joke guy go?" Pretty sure it was a pedo. Pretty sure. Pretty sure he left because it was a pedo. Got sacked, didn't he? Pedo. Every um, person. 
so yeah i feel like this is the the start of his greatness and i feel like it's that um building in a confidence in himself I that he can he can do it alone i think he drinks in it denver because you're not ready for his metal album that's coming out next year. <laughs> well, surely that just shows more confidence that he's willing to just, just completely... Just fucking ruin everything he's ever done. <laughs> because also, like, I feel like from this album onwards, because the most recent album actually reached, like, the mainstream, mm-hmm. I would say, not just, like, fans of this well, show. Well, Link's FM, you know? Link's that's FM. That's how you know. They, the all, they love it. They fucking uh, love I write it. I write since Tragedies was a mainstream. Say, I'm on about mainstream in terms of like across all age groups. Yeah. Like, yes, all right, since the tragedies was played on like Radio One, but that's a much like younger audience, really. Mm. I'm talking if Link's Fair are playing it, it's mainstream. It's high hopes on repeat. It was played today. Well, is that all Kid Leroy? Kid Leroy's played all the time. I don't I know. I'm so sick of high hopes, though. It's played. Fucking constantly. I am a bit sick of it. Mm. I agree. Oh, yeah. But it's still a great song, though. And I feel like, like this album, when I would listen to it in the car, I was like, oh, I've heard all these so much. But then when I'd review them, it kind of, because I knew the songs so well, I would sort of look into them a bit more, like, including, like, the lyrics and things. And you realize how well written all the songs are in terms of, like, they're not just nonsense words. Like, every line has actually been thought of and has a meaning behind it rather than just, ah, this sounds good. Although, having said that, when I was reading through some of it, um, Ian Brennan Urie himself said that some of them he originally just wrote as, oh, that, that sounds cool, but then later had meaning to it. Best, um, best line on the album, I'm not as thinky as you drunk I am. Best line on the album. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's so clever. Um, I feel like a lot of the songs are they're fast, upbeat, and they have a big, um, like a big feel to them, which are like, the, the typical um, songs I usually like, like a go-to for me. Um, amazing vocals, great lyrics. I feel like there's something on the album for everyone in terms of, um, like, um, Impossible Year is one of my mum's favourite songs. And she doesn't even know really who she, she's She's a are. massive bitch. <laughs> Things right. I, I try. I try to. It's got something for everybody. I um. I tried to introduce my mum to Panic at Disco years ago, and now every single song I play, she thinks it's Panic at the Disco. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll put on like a metal song. She goes, I like this. Is this Panic at the Disco? Mum does the same with Post Malone. So is that yeah. Post Malone? Yep. Mum does the same. It's Panic or Nine Seventy Five. That's crazy. Every my mum doesn't speak to me. My dad thinks well, I sound like Brendan Urie. Your dad is deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, like how a lot of a lot of the songs he because this was this album was songs from this album was the first time I'd heard Panic the Disco, um, and I thought he always came across as really arrogant. You're, like you're still technically fun. right. But I've seen like enough of him, like either interviews or when he used to do a lot of Twitch streaming, to like think that he's not actually like that, and that especially when um, watching things where he'd like um, explain like the lyrics behind some of the songs, you realize it's just like a a persona, or he just loves like the showman aspect of it. So he likes to almost put himself in that mindset. Um, like uh, the song um, "Death of a Bachelor" is very like. Um, Frank Sinatra inspired. Yes. And that also made me think that 
a lot of the song, quite a few of the songs in this album, I feel like they could have come out in the 60s and they would still fit, even though they still have that modern feel to them. I feel like they, you could say that they were a much older song and you'd be like, oh, I believe that. Um, very orchestral sounding songs, a lot of them. I think that also makes them feel older, um, a lot of them. And because of the length of the album, I feel like I'm left wanting more. But whether that would then start to ruin it, I don't know. I feel my only criticism of the album is that even though I love all the songs, the weaker songs are all bunched together. Mm. So when listening to it in a in order, it's always like, ah, here's that little duller patch. But um, do you think that's the end of the album? Because I agree. Yes, it's it's uh, even though I still like those songs and um when looked into like the meaning of them, I think they're very clever. Uh, but they are all t- all together. I think I so think this it, like, might be a spread out a bit controversial review for me then, boys. Um, the Impossible of... Year is a fantastic finish though. It is. Uh, My mom likes it. I do it. love that. <laughs> I do love that. And I think it's quite apt in with the most recent like pandemic and things. Apt. Because you, you think fitting. it's not an impossible year, or it is? Well, it's because we've had a bit of an impossible year. I like, ah, I like that analogy. Year and cool. a half. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's, year. It's not meant to the for year it. twenty. Go on. Twenty-one. What? Another right. Twenty off. to twenty-one. Actually, not so bad. Not, not so much. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure the last eight years of my life has been a write-off. So, why stop now? So do you just not class yourself as aging then? No, no, they're all impossible years. You just can't believe they happened. No, technically, mentally, I'm still like five. Um, uh, Yeah. I actually um, actually identify as five years old. Nice. Thank you. I mean, Um, um, also made bum bum. In my pants. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Aiden. Um... Also, I feel like this is, as well as a turning point in terms of, like, um, how I thought his albums got better from this point, like, this was the start of his greatness. Also, his change in themes, which is explained in one of the songs, um, uh, Death, well, Death of Bachelor, actually, how it's sort of, like, talking about it's the end of old him and the start of newer him, because by then he'd sort of was been married for a few years by that point. Have you ever seen the... Um... You know the music video. I can't remember where it started, but there's like a it's like a sequel video, and it's in this album. I think it's uh, oh, what song? Emperor's New Clothes. Yeah, and what song was it? That it was like a that is a, the music video for yeah, that. Yeah, it's from sequel. This Is Gospel. Yeah, and then before that, it's Saturday Night. That's it. It's really. I think that's really cool. How uh, it shows it his transition as well. Um, but it's like and they're like, not in kind, order. Kind of no, but it kind of ties into that because it shows like his different sides and like. Yeah, and those are all albums yeah. done. On his own. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, which, like I say, the older ones do have, like, odd songs I really like, but especially the most recent I'm, two, I pretty much like all of them. I'm interested to know, like, how he writes all the music, because, like, like it used to be just guitars and drums, right? And now it's very, very, 
Yeah, and paper. Thanks, 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 Will. But you, nah, he's you, a tablet guy. You know no, what I mean? he's not like, a tablet guy. Does, he's old does he, school. Do, does he's he been making music and... since 2005. <laughs> he's does pen he, like, and paper. Does he? No, what I'm saying is, does he sit down and like write no, all these No, he probably songs, stands like, up, Joe. For fuck's sake. He's <laughs> up on the spot. No, what I'm saying is, like, does he have a production mate. team behind him helping him, or does he? No, do they're all probably this in his next to him, yeah. right? He writes them all. Well, since this album, he writes them all in his house. He has like his own mm. studio. He can't so actually he read all right, so he just gets his mum. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even do the lyrics. His wife does that. You, Which I've one? Never the met, one he cheated I, on, or the new one? I've never met three people. He didn't cheat on his wife. Did his he? wife that, and the nonce. Huh? I've so never met three people more frustrated to have a normal, straight conversation with. Well, that's because we're gay. Wrong with being gay. Sorry. You were. <laughs> Sorry, I just got that. <laughs> nice. I don't even know what was said. I'm not going to lie. Joe said he can't have a normal straight conversation with us. And, and then, then was said, like, what's wrong with being gay? What's wrong with being gay? Ah. Oh. Joe, you are right. homophobic. You're I'm actually, not. Gay-hating Nazi. Gay-hating Nazi. Gay-hating Nazi. That's Joe. literally not me. Talking of gay-hating Nazis. Your least in the favorite. House of Memories, oh, yeah. which is my least favourite. That's fair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just even though my notes for that song are still great, um, it just lacked something that the other not-as-great songs had. Um, which song was that? House of Memories. Ah, uh, interesting. Just, oh, <laughs> an earthquake <laughs> just happened in... <laughs> In Joe's room. What happened there, Gravity Joe? of the situation. I, dro I dropped my glass coke. Oh, very good. The gravity nice. of the situation. Oh, situation. Wow. It pulled the coke off the table. Man, rift apart. Ugh. Don um, But game. top top three is really difficult because there's like eight songs that I like almost equally on this. And um, it's just really difficult. But I'll just blitz through them. Third is Don't Threaten Me With A Good Time. Mainly made great from one of the last well the last night hour well yeah cubes yeah cubes, cubes when it came on <laughs> the metal night for, for your 21st birthday yeah shout out to so our brothers always reminds you. um second favorite is hallelujah i love the like build it has in that song and then grand like big chorus um and then my favorite is la devotee knew it with its amazing hook knew it and it's just there's just so many great songs on this album that i i just love to listen to it it's just it's only hurt very slightly by the order of the songs in my opinion like if those were songs just weren't bunched together okay. it wouldn't feel like such a dull spot i feel like this is rocking on spoiler territory but did you prefer the high hopes album or this album High hopes. You prefer the high hopes, and because that didn't have any dull spots. No, did that. You, he rated you, it ten. But the songs you did like in this album, did you prefer the like the the better songs in this album as opposed to the good songs in the High Hopes album? Oh, or, think, or are yeah. they on a level play level playing field? I, do, I also just feel like the. First... I think they're on a level playing field. No. <laughs> in, in I wasn't fucking asking you the question, was I? The point being is the first question you asked him would mean that if he did answer this album was better, yeah. he would have to rate it an 11. <laughs> <laughs> it could only be the same. Um, no, but I like them as much. I mean, Panic at Disco is a funny one because 
in terms of how I've liked them over the years. <laughs> like I knew a few songs when I the first well the only time I've seen them. I only knew a few of their songs. Hmm. The rest of them I thought they're okay. And then I remember we did it for album review. Um the most recent one and I just like loved it all and thought it was amazing. And then has then since uh, gone back. Well actually no, having said that we did the Vices of Virtues before we did um the newer one, didn't we? Um, and there was a there was a few songs I liked on there, but I think I only gave the album a seven. Like I thought they were good quality songs, but not not too many of them grabbed me. Whereas the latest album, like every song I thought was incredible. Um, and then since then, having looked back at more of their songs, I've started to like a bit more of their older stuff. But most of it, I just like most of the stuff in the last two stroke three albums, mm-hmm. and then just odd songs here and there. <clears throat> By the way, I have some information about the the the, the paedophile guitarist. Um, so this happened in 2018, this happened, um, it was Kenny, 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 that's his name. Kenny, and Kenny. This must be like a touring member. Kenny, Kenny. I think Kenny. so, yeah. Uh, it says, he's not officially had any yeah. band members since. I was going to say, it just says he's no, no longer performing because of a personal matter. And then someone says he sent him a picture to a 16 year old girl. There you go. Nice. Um, what a guy. And that was it. And then, but apparently, I typed in because I typed on Google "Panic at the Disco Pedo Guitarist." Um, as, you, as you do, and I've had a few actually. The first thing that comes up is actually Brendan Urie being accused of sexual harassment um, on Twitter. Surprised me. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Um, it can be, but I real I feel like in the courtroom they'd be like, "Oh, Brandon did, or Brendan, did you do you deny the allegations of harassment?" And he goes, "No, that can't be the case because harassment a lot to me." Nice. Really? Thank you, guys. I feel like it's difficult for celebrities now, though, isn't it? Because, yes, some of them do exploit and do awful things. But then at the same time, if, say, they had one encounter with, like, a fan or something, they and, say, they touched them, like, as in, not in an inappropriate way, just in a greeting way, they could easily have claims like, I didn't allow this, this is rape. You're going down a bit of a dangerous rabbit hole. You are here. <laughs> there's a, the, there, what I'm getting there's a lot of this, controversy around that kind of thing nowadays. This is why Keanu is big brain. He just never touches anyone. He never touches anyone. Yeah. Have you ever seen pictures of Keanu Reeves with fans? He just, or with anyone actually, not just fans. Yeah. He holds his hands away from them. It was like when we when we saw against the current, and I was like really scared. Like I didn't want to like offend Chrissy, so I was like doing the hover hand <laughs> thing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, but they made a big thing at the start of that before you met them of you can touch them. Yeah, I know, but I was like, Do you remember? But, but it's some kind of pussy. Like, you got to grab her ass, bro. Yeah, but have you seen? <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> I literally look like the creepy guy. So <laughs> Real Chad move. Going to grab her ass, you know? So, yeah, yeah, because the manager did this, like, before we met them, their manager did, like, a talk to us about, like, what you what was and wasn't allowed. Imagine you put your hand up. So his ass grab I mean, on the menu. Apparently, um, he was saying that people have proposed to her there and then, haven't they? Yeah. And I was like, please don't. He was like, please, no one proposed to Chrissy. She will Joe, say no. Joe, like, puts his ring away, like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> 
Well, no, Joe was more annoyed because obviously he didn't know. He would have brought the ring if he didn't know. No, I don't know. No, I was more annoyed at the fact that when we were sat there and you said something really not funny and she thought I said <laughs> She thought it was you. <laughs> she looked at me like, oh, what did you say? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do look like an unfunny person. Thank you. So yeah, that's my review in uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, nice. Fantastic. Great work. Who's next, boys? It's um, the best uh, review. Aiden. Ah, thank you. Hey, you got a speech? No, not this time. I just think that I'll, I'll start off with some bit. Um, in the words of Panic at the Disco's Emperor's New Clothes. <laughs> ding dong. <laughs> in the words of ding dong. But in all seriousness, yeah, it's a pretty great album. Like, if you hyper-analyze some of the songs and compare them to others, you do find some things that are lacking. But that's just me being really picky. Like, I was like, I was like really listening to it on my final listen. I was like full blast going like, that bit didn't sound amazing. Like, three minutes, ten like seconds in. It's like, this is one of the few ones where I like read all the lyrics to every song. It's and I think that's because you know the yeah, song so much. You're know like trying them. to find extra stuff. Yeah, it is exactly that. Um... Because for the because for the most part it's enjoyable and makes me like it makes me hype hype hyped hyped. It is hype songs. You know, not too dissimilar to say like I don't know cannibalism. Pretty hype. That being said, I don't know if this is the strongest Panic lineup in contrast to Vices of Virtues or Pray for the Wicked, uh, because it has noticeably weaker songs in it. I'd say. As a side note to this, I also looked back, <coughs> and I like. I looked back at what I'd rated the other albums. Okay? I know that's an un unforgivable sin in the world of album review, but I did. That's fine. Uh, and I can say with confidence, they both need to be moved up a point. But you wish you rated them higher? I definitely, especially Vices and Virtues. Because like that, I think that one's my favourite. That's a nine, I think. Or... And then I gave Pray for the Wicked <laughs> an, eight. an eight. You gave Pray for the Wicked. Mm -hmm. So I'd say they both need to go up a point. Well, Vices and Virtues, you gave a nine. Yeah, I know, so that's what I'm saying. 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 Yes, I am. Uh, what did I give Vices and Virtues? Uh, just lost it. I just had it there. Yeah, I just keep talking. I'll find it. Uh, I, go on, go on. No, I mean, he said just go away, I'm album reviewing. <laughs> Ow! Ow, I don't fucking know, get out! God. Uh, you gave it a 9 as well, Will. What did I give it? Uh, how do I keep losing it so instantly mm -hmm. the second I look away from it? I know. Numbers. Because I can't remember rating it that high. That's because you gave it an 8. I gave it an 8. That's still pretty high! Yeah, it scored 33, Vices and Virtues, mm -hmm. and then Pray for the Wicked scored 35.5. So, no, I mean, they're all 30s anyway. If Aiden would have given it another point... It would, it, well, it still wouldn't be the highest, but it'd be pretty high. Oh, yeah, because what was... Oh, no. No, yeah, it would have been the highest. 36.5. No, because I think... Um... Didn't we get beaten at some point? No, because um, Thingy's got 37. Who's that? It's Sharon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to be beaten. Like, ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Four tens. It's not happening. It will happen. Well, in fact, just 
three tens and a eight. Three tens and an eight. But yeah, so you wish you were eight, the other one's even higher. I do, I do. But enough boring points, we'll have plenty of them when Will and Joe's reviews next. Uh, least yeah. favourite for me was Rough, because despite me saying that they were weaker songs in terms in like in terms of compared to the other album, when looking at it as just an album in itself, it was more difficult. So worse for me, I thought was the good, the bad, and the dirty. By no means a bad song. I just think it it had the least to it. But on another day, I could change Fair my enough. mind. It's not. It's, you know. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. You know, you'll probably notice my top three are more reminiscent of their older stuff. So interpret that however you want. You know. Got you. Good. Third favorite, Golden Days. I feel like. It has so much contrast just in this song alone. I think it definitely stands out as different. And as we all know... I love the mania of that song. Yeah. I've seen them live, guys. Yeah. So it's a great song. Really nice. Second favourite. I love the idea of that song. No, of like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. How it's like, it's the looking forward to your best days rather than living in the past of your best days. Wait, living in pasta? Yeah, living in pasta is not good for you. Whereas looking forward to future pasta is better. What's your uh, favourite pasta? Teglatelli. I feel like I like Fusilli just because I like the the spinny boys. Oh, Like it goes best with Have you ever seen how satisfying is those machines that make the twirly pasta? They're amazing. It just gets chopped. Yeah. So satisfying. I want to fuck one of them machines one day. What, and get your penis twirled. Well, not necessarily. It's the world's world's scariest game of chicken. You know? Top three? Second, Top two. Second favourite. Oh, was that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. One day we'll have done this with you. No, that's not what I mean. It's just no one ever listens to my top three. I am. I've got it down. I thought yeah, I missed it's, this. It's Joe, I elaborated never, on Will it. Will and Joe never listen. Just, I know. It's because they don't care. They're not real to musicians. To be honest, Joe, did, yeah, Joe yeah, did turn up like 20 minutes later. You're, just, pizza. you're just predictable. That's oh, yeah. A, yeah. Okay, okay. Right. He's predictable. Well, okay. My second favourite is some vices and virtues the entire album. <laughs> I didn't listen to this album. God, I'm so unpredictable, no, Joe. So, I'm different and quirky. What was your third favourite? No, no, no. Actually, die in a fire. I want to guess what your top two is. Okay, you two. Since Aiden's so predictable, his third favorite was Golden Days. Well, oh, okay. Go on, then. What am I? I want Joe to say what his top two Me. is. Oh, no. Me, yeah. He's so predictable. I'm so predictable. Me. Yes, you. Yeah. You. Apparently, Aiden's so predictable. So, say yeah. his top three. So, what's his second favorite? House of Memories. House of Memories. Okay, what's his favourite? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Aiden, what's your second favourite? Well, hold up. I want to hear what Will thinks now. As oh, well. okay. I, I, I don't also think House of, House of Memories is second. You reckon House of Memories? Okay. Um, oh, no, actually, no. Impossible Year. Impossible okay. Year. Okay. And okay. then I would say. I don't think it's Hallelujah. I think. I changed my to Hallelujah to Impossible Year. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, first. L.A. Devotee. Oh, what is the first one? Favourite. No, I know he's got he's got a thing against it because Denver likes it so much. Well, you think I hate it because of that? Yeah. 
I don't think Aiden's that petty. And what, you think I'd change it because Denver <laughs> likes it? Yeah. Well, no, just... alright then. Tough of a no, 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 this is fine. Oh. Because, because, the album because you there, can so... see exactly what I've put. Death of a Bachelor, LA Devotee! Oh, damn! Oh, Ross is just oh, giving you a... Right. You, you knew what I was going to give it. I told you the yeah, other ones yeah. needed to go up a point anyway. Yeah. But my point being is, Death of a Bachelor, right? Uh, a departure and contradiction to my overstatement, but fuck you, I don't conform to your rules, you commie pig. Alright? Just uh, It just comes at you with just such a feel-good song with so much energy, it and it's got such such a good personality. <laughs> Like a what? rabbit or something. What was the stuff you just said before that? What? I'm saying that it's a departure and a contradiction to my other statement. My other statement being, you'll notice my top three are reminiscent of their older stuff. Right, I wouldn't right. say Death of a Bachelor is. No, it's not. Try and mock me again. Do it. I, I was mocking you. I was just... I was, I was... <laughs> That's weird. What do you mean? Shut up. I do like Death of a Bachelor, but I find it quite messy. Um... Uh, that's the personality part. Of that I know, I know that that's the kind of point of it. You think Death of Bachelor is messy? I think it's like one of the cleanest songs on here. It's up and down all the time. And that's right. the it's... point. I know no, that's, that's the, the point. Showman, like, I know Sinatra. that that's the point, but sometimes I think it's a bit. I don't know. You just don't like it. No, I do like the song. I love the song, but I just I think say it's it, I do find favorite. it very messy. I mean, I remember when, when I when I first listened to Death of Bachelor when it first came out, I hated it. It was like the worst song on the album by far for me. It's so predictable. And, it, it, and it, it grew on me so much, like, after every Like lesson. a cancer. Like a cancer. Exactly like cancer. Look, all right, I don't care if it's overplayed, so is your mother, or the phrase, it's coming home. Number I one... I can't believe LA Devotee. Was LA Devotee. Just unbelievably I catchy. I like that so much. Unbelievably upbeat. It was just a nice little pitch change at the end. Ah. But bene. Bene. You know? Benne. Benne. Overall, I also used to panic at discos. I used to hide under the tables at costume parties and demand my mum bring me cocktail sausages. That is a true fact. Hashtag Aiden fact. It's just scary, you know, like going to a costume party. You don't know who's your friends. I used to always go as a dinosaur. Because, you know, dinosaurs are cool. To bring terror. I miss the Aiden banana costume. Uh, that's just covered in, like, fucking alcohol and a little bit of blood. A little bit of blood. So, personally, I do... Um, I, I think Vices and Virtues is their, his best album, personally. Um, but, um, what was I going to say? Because, but that's, like, they're also... And I do still prefer the... The good singles on like that, but then I will agree that the, some of their older albums has some fucking wacky, random shit thrown in it. But I feel like the past songs stood out enough to pull that through. Whereas this is just solid all the way through. So I mean, hold up, I feel like Vices and Virtues is the thing that bridges the gap from that. How it's still like the old style, but it's got less of that like and now random techno breakdown in the middle of it. Oh, no yeah. reason. I feel like this was the the point at which he really started to find. His own, his himself. He was his, yeah, like what he wanted to make. Um, like the arch, he, he, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. This is where it all got like it's like a musical. This could literally be on stage. Like it just feels like the greatest showman. And... I mean, they do perform it on stage. Thank you, Joe. No worries, um, Joe. What the fuck, dude? 
but that's this is the album where it really started to go that way and obviously it, it's benefited him fucking massively because it just made it more mainstream and it's more approachable for everyone and it still bangs it's still great um so to say that obviously i like the old stuff more still is like yeah i do but i do still love this but it feels like almost a completely different um like it's like he's a different artist now anyway whereas a lot of artists it's definitely his own music now isn't it Whereas a lot of artists that were in that era, like the emo era, have gone like downhill or I just feel like they've changed it too much and it's not worked. He has like massively made it work to the point and it is now better than it's ever been for a lot of people. It's 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 crazy that he's managed it's to do that. It's paid off for him oh, yeah. that he's stuck with it. Um, and all credit to him, like I say, because a lot of people just go the other way and he's done better out of it. Um Unlike Fallout Boy, personally, I think. But rest in peace. And I think his style is so unique. Like I don't really think there's a lot of people doing what he does in a mainstream way. Like um, it's like orchestral, yeah, grandness. Massively. And I do think he's top two um, in singers, uh, in male singers for like range and everything. Up there with Bruno Mars, I'd say they're like the the best and, and currently. Lizzo. No, in men. Yeah, that's what I said. If, you know, I don't see gender. Well, you know, I just see J. Their voices are, you know, but like I think, yeah, him and Bruno Mars are like that are alive are like the best current singers um, in terms oh, of who range. Would you, who would you say is the best dead singer? Uh, MJ. MJ. He's not dead. I agree with you. Know, that. You, know, you know he's not dead. Come on now, boys. Open your eyes, sheeple. I don't know. Uh. Best dead singers. I don't listen to a lot of artists who are dead. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, they're not really singing a lot more anymore, you know? <laughs> no, like, make some new music and I'll remember you. I can't. I, I just can't believe that we're still no. green live. Uh, best artist who's oh, dead? Oh, Freddie Mercury Juice was World. Had the best voice ever, I think. Juice World. He's still pumping out music somehow. Good old Juice World. It's kind of like Tom Clancy putting his name on all the games, you know? <laughs> like, who is Tom Clancy? <laughs> is I used to think Sam Fisher was author, Tom Clancy. No, Mr. Mr. Tom Clancy. It's Tom Clancy. I've never even looked. It's yeah, Tom dead. Clancy. He's dead. Oh, he's, he's, he's an author. I remember when he died, but I thought... I thought... Oh, shit, he died in 2013. So, <laughs> I didn't realise he was like a... Was he, wasn't he like a book writer or something? I, he thought, he, I, thought, I, I thought he directed and made the Tom Clancy games. So when he died, I was like, oh my god, the guy who made the Tom Clancy... That's no more Splinter Cell games. I was like really upset. I mean, ironically, there still hasn't been a Splinter Cell. <laughs> no, no, there hasn't. I like no. how you were so upset what, that he... there was no games being made. Not the it's fact quite that funny he was that ob- Obviously, The Division came out in like 2015 or whatever it was. And I was just like, I wonder how much Mr. Tom Clancy really helped with the production of this now that he's uh, dead. Probably yeah, so like, lot. were they just based on his novels? Is that why? Like, did he come up with like Sam Fisher? I, yeah, I think I think he was like, he was re- responsible for making all the IPs and stuff. Like, he really loved the um, the Ghost Recon series. It's a bit like um, the civil- like Sid Meier's Civilization. I don't know who Sid Meier's is. <laughs> no, I don't know who Sid Meier's Sid the Sloth. If I had to guess, I'd say he's some cunty philosopher. Okay. Sid Myers, like Joe oh. Midwood, American programmer. Oh, it must be actually the. No, it's actually him then. It's like player unknown. Oh, it's actually, he's actually the guy who makes the games. Oh, what about player unknown? Narcissist. You know, 
Well, you've played PUBG. Oh yeah, he's the creative director of Firaxis Games. We, Sid Myers does actually run Firaxis, who makes... The, I mean, when did the, the first Civ come out? It must have been like 1992 or some shit. Like an uh, old-ass Firaxis, game. Firaxis uh, became a public company in 1993. Oh no, Firaxis Games... It might, it might 90, not have even 97. been... On, it might not even been, have been under Firaxis Games, though, the first one. No, it, it says... It was a uh, microprose. Fucking hell, we're going. This is another rabbit hole. We're going yeah, deeper. Where's the conspiracies? Right. In 1987, he released Sid Meier's Pirates. Yar, God. What a game. Never seen it. No idea what it is. Crazy. Come on, Will. Hurry up. What are you doing? Drinking? Fucking idiot. Sorry, uh, but yeah, it's a, it, is, it is an amazing album, well written, um, very much its own style. Uh, it's not a lot to, to really say. It's just fucking great. Um, a nice comeback to listen. It's great to come back and listen to it. Cause it's been a long while since I have listened to it. Um, and yeah, uh, third for me was Golden Days. Hey. What was your least favorite? Oh, did I not say? Sorry, House of Memories was my least favorite it was between that and the good the bad and the dirty i think they're that those two are like the weakest point on the album definitely um, yeah it's those two um because everything else i think is pretty much spot Guys, on. Had... see i thought golden days was also a weak one but the meaning and of that song kind of made yeah it but better. at least it had some energy as well you know i think yeah. i think i've got controversial pick Oh, Classic Joe. <laughs> it's right. It's easy to say you've got a controversial pick when you'll literally know everyone else's pick. This is what I mean. I know it's controversial now. Usually, you get you say it off first, and then everyone yeah. agrees with you, and you're like, "Well, yes, it's not controversial." Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, th those two are weak. And again, they're not buying. They're not bad songs. They're just noticeably weaker in an album of great songs. So it's it's one of them. Um, yeah, Golden Days. It's third for me. It's got like some of the probably some of the best vocals on the album. And the best vocals I've he actually does. It's just insane. And yeah, it's great. Second for me, Emperor. Oh no. Second for me was LA Devotee. Uh, guess what's your favourite? Very close to being uh number one. Uh, but I'm stuck between these two all the time, so it very could very much could have been number one. Um, um, for some reason, I always thought you guys didn't like L.A. Devotee, and I thought I was, you know... No, no. Oh, it's amazing. I remember, I remember there being something about it a couple of years ago with someone making fun of you for liking that, Denver. I, rem I remember. It was probably you, some, Joe. It wasn't me. It was, <laughs> so what are you saying? I thought everyone else didn't like that think song. think it is you. Annoyingly, whenever I think of that song, I think of Denver doing his dancing. Like, it just is... Like even though I've never been out dancing to that song. I know, but I don't know why, but every time that comes on, I think of you fucking drunkenly dancing. Drunkenly. drunkenly. Maybe I have drunkenly danced to but, it. But, um, drunkenly. yeah. Like I say, those two, uh, that and my fa uh, favourite, <laughs> about to say, um, mm. were could have very easily been swapped at any point. Those two are by far the best. They are. And that number one is Emperor's New Clothes. Oh. Um, one of my very favourite, very favourite, one of my favourite Panic Disco songs, definitely in the top three of their songs ever. I just remember when it came out and it was like Halloween and I was in York 
in a hotel. And I, I listened to it like on repeat because it came out with a music video at the same time. And it was just like one of the most insane music videos I've ever seen. Like when he's like dressed up as like a devil, isn't he, or something. Mm. And it just fucking, it was just ace. And I remember it just because of that nostalgia, it was a great time in my life as well. It's just fucking great. And ever since, it's always been up there. Um, but like I say, it is again very close to um, LA Devotee, but it just tops it out of nostalgia for me, I'd say. But yeah. Not too much to say other than the album. the album's just really good. Like you've all said what I'd say anyway, so it's. Well, you not got any facts for us, sister? No, no facts, because you know they're boring. Brendan Urie is pansexual. <laughs> he is. No, I'm not laughing about him fucking cutlery. Like, he's just a wheel going like, yeah, uh, no more facts because they're boring. <laughs> Did you know they Panic at the Disco was originally called Panic at the Loco? Loco. <laughs> so one of them, um, this joke is terrible! <laughs> one of them yeah. had to leave early to go to a disco and they changed it to Panic at the Disco. God, that's so I wonder what the tribute band names for Panic at the Disco are. Like a little less Panic at the Disco. Oh, what have you not seen the? There is actually a countdown. I mean, Worry um, at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. There, there is actually a thing from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Band. Oh, I, I want to remember this. So no, it was the Chase. It was on the Chase, and it was like, who sings oh, yeah, I Write Too Much Tragedies? And it's just like. Worry at the picnic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Cover band. Names. Come on. Also, oh no. Oh no, tribute band. Trying to get disco tribute band. I mean, surely oh. you'd be called like, you know, Worry at the Wedding. Uh, his tribute. Hysteria at the party. Now, this is just a guy in England who's looking in twenty seventeen on a forum he's put about on the website joinmyband.com about I can't imagine there's many Panic at the Disco tribute bands like how because let's face it if you can if you can sing as good as Brendan Urie to do a tribute band to it you should probably just make your own band Uh, Joe can Joe can sing like Brendan Urie have you ever heard him sing Death of a Bachelor it's actually his dad has his dad has and he says he's exactly like Brendan Urie although Panic at the Disco themselves I'm just reading started off Doing, they just used to do covers of Blink One Eighty Two. Great band. Where are you? I'd like to hear them do covers of Blink One Eighty Two. They probably do do covers. Surely it'd be like Panic at the Party. Told you, Worry at the Wedding, Hysteria at the Garden. Cover Bohemian Rhapsody, don't they? When live every time. Yeah, they must actually have like licensing for that. Yeah, Freddie Mercury actually rose from his grave to be like, yes, Brandon. These guys actually rewrote the whole thing, didn't he? Like, yeah, like all of it, all the sound. It's not like it's not Queen's sound. It's his. My sound. Because I saw a thing on um, Twitch when he was talking about redoing it and like how insane, like so many tracks are on that song. I just suppose that you don't technically own words or the or the collection of which they are placed in. Can you sing any song in any order? And make it your own. And just I'm actually not massively change the, keen change on the pitch. I'm actually not massively keen on their cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. I think it's a bit. What about Kanye's? Yeah, that that's that's the, the best version. 
It's, it's, it's like the Drake, it, yes, Drake, no meme. Drake, no, Brandon Yuri. Drake, yes, to Kanye. Do you think you could completely rip off someone else's album, but if you you make it all backwards and then just have a note on the album that says, play in reverse, and then it'll actually be forwards? And what is your brain? For fuck's your, sake. What? Just, Joe, what's but your that would be That would be so horrible to listen to. Because all, all the songs would literally you wouldn't be, like, be able to stream it because you can't play songs back. So only the true fans can listen to it because they can put it on a CD player and hit it back and play it backwards. It's like, Wait, do it's like CDs guy, play backwards? It's like that guy who takes, actually no, they don't. I like that guy who takes all the vowels out of all the words. Like I showed Aidan, it's like that. So you take all the vowels out of all the words in a song. So you got like the panic at the disco. Yeah, I shine dined with the daddy and daddy and I I nine. <laughs> it sounds like so that. So you basically really you're from Norfolk. Yeah. Oh, but Will's just like, well, wait a minute. Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up, Duke Newton. That's how he responded. It just sounds like. Well, 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 Will talks. All I hear is big man muscles. You know. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. If he got punched and knocked out in the second round. <laughs> Adrian! No, wait. Adrian! <laughs> Sorry. My nose is bleeding, Adrian. Is this why you got me that glass? Yes. What is your... Wait, what is your so, glass? Joe? Again? Hello. Um, mm, this is throat. a very vanilla thing to say. But I think oh. Brendan Urie is the best vocalist of this generation. Bruno Mars. No. It depends no. what you mean by this generation. Yeah, what about like, Lizzo? As in, have you heard Ariana Grande? She is very good too. Or a male vocalist then. What about James Arthur? I think he's better than Jack. I think he's got the best range. How old is Sam Smith's tone. up there as well? Sam Smith's an amazing singer. But, but he's I... not a man. There are they. Mm, that's a very good point. I just think he is. I think he's. I think he's incredible. Um, this is one. You know, one of the long line of albums. Uh... So Bruno Mars is gay. Yes. <laughs> the rumor come out. Does Bruno Mars is gay? So, I'm just googling how old Bruno Mars is. Oh, they're, they're basically the same age. One's 34, one's 35. Mm. They could kiss. Oh, well, you know, I, I respect him because he's just working up. He's getting everyone. He's getting everyone in on it. In on it, right? He's getting all the mainstream. So he comes out with this metal album and he gets everyone into metal. Are you the, shut the, up about the, that fucking metal this album? Is, this is this is the Brendan oh, Urie plan. God. He's gonna do it. It's a grand plan. He finally makes himself mainstream in yeah. and then ruins it. And then ruins nah, it. Gets everyone into it. No. Um have you have you actually heard the metal song that he brought out? I don't care. Unoffici yes. Unofficially. It's I actually quite, like quite it. good. It's actually quite good. I like good. it because it's maybe terrible. I don't know. I don't I like it just because it's brand new. I like it. And it's him just shouting basically. In yeah, song. and then he goes, ah! and it's pretty cool. Like anyway, this album. Maybe a anyway, thing. anyway uh, this is 100% my favourite Panic of the Disco album. Um, nice. Wrong. Wow. Just because it has just every, just every song is great. Um, may, maybe with the exception of one. Whereas all the other albums have the sprinkled bangers. 
this is just every song is just just so independent independent and unique um and 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 that's why i love it so much i i like the tone of the album i like how it's very like you said earlier frank frank sinatra bass um i like all the instruments everything just is really fucking big and i really like it um my least favorite controversial controversial LADOT. it's impossible year is my least favorite song that is pretty wrong because it's just it just lacks in energy it's not a bad song by any means but it just lacks in energy for me and i, I just I, blah, 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 blah. so i turned into the dog barking in the background there for a second sorry, i stayed uh, silent and made no input so denver could just crop that just out. crop it out yeah yeah, I like it. It's perfect. I just turned into it. Now we've sentence. drawn attention to it. So. Mm. But they'll be like, what attention? Do you want me to bark so you can dub it back in? Thanks, Aiden. Just well, the whole time, Aiden. Just talking. It's like, why did no one ever tell Aiden to shut up while that was happening? <laughs> <laughs> Our mentally disabled friend ruins album <laughs> review. <laughs> but, but we, were too, <laughs> we were too like nice to say anything. <laughs> oh god, that's really funny. Oh, I'm crying. All right, Panic sorry. at the Disco. Yeah, yeah. Is, is is one of those bands for me. If I listen it to it too much, I go off it for a long time and it's a good i just haven't listened to them in a while so this has been like a refresher for me and i think that's why i'm kind of so giddy about it you know i just really good like timing. it you seem uh, so it was de- definitely was good timing um one, one thing i will say is it's a band that i've never seen live and will would love to see them live at some point um, uh, i have i, I have. have as well but it was before i really liked, liked them. them yeah no, no I, the, the next opportunity I get, I'm, I'm seeing them live because I really want to. Uh, my third it'll favorite. Be for whenever, it'll be for the metal album as well, Joe. Be perfect. <laughs> perfect. Getting that mosh pit. Whoa. Anyway, my le- third favorite. Third favorite is LA Devotee. Wait, what was your least favorite? Impossible Year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but my third favorite is LA Devotee. Great hook, great chorus. Just, just great everything. I've noticed that. Uh, when I usually try and sing along to songs, I can almost do it. But with these songs, <laughs> they're very hard to sing along to. Um, because he's very high-pitched all the time. Um, so I find myself struggling to sing. You just have to sing him your own way. Yes, awfully. Uh, my second favourite was Death of a Bachelor. As I said earlier, when I first heard this song uh, years ago, I hated it. Worst song on the album. Fucking amazing now always sing along to it i struggle but i sing along to it and it's good uh, but... i like how the dog's still barking we're not even <sighs> dubbing it in. No, i'm dubbing it in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> stop drawing attention to it i know but um, it's the I, I literally i don't know what to do i can't really go down there again no you can't just gonna kick it i'm gonna miss well, out I like on joe's how great serial killer will, will looks right yeah now. it's quite funny because he's only just turned on his monitor so we get that light the whole time he's been <laughs> sat in darkness my favourite. He's probably just playing Jedi Fallen Order now and just not giving a shit about what. Oh, you will. You wouldn't do that, would you? No. You wouldn't be watching the football, would you? <clears throat> not to be fair. Why do you keep I am on the other screen, you... though. Why do you keep looking down at your phone? My phone. All the bitches. Over here. 
My favourite. Oh, yeah. Care. Um, reminds me of Cubes. Uh, it just oh. it puts me in a good mood every time I hear it. It's a bop. It's don't throw me with a good time. That's fair enough. It's just it's just such a good song. Always gets me in a good mood. Gets me dancing. Gets me singing. Ah. Gets you barking like a dog. Gets you barking. You know, so good. So in conclusion, best parker disco album ever. I love it. We need to see them live. What I'm looking forward to is when you accidentally rate this lower than what you rate the other one. Mm. Probably will. Unless it's obviously. No in Joe. Right. Thank you, Joe. No worries. Thanks, Joe. Uh, ratings. 9.5. 8. 9. 9.5. It's a high one, boys. Zooey oh. mama. Do know, I almost gave it a 10. Oh. It scores 36. Oh. So one so it's the high it's the second highest rated album. Oh. It's higher than the other one. It's high, it's by 0.5 higher than the other one. Ooh. That's um. cheeky. God, I'm surprised. I thought that would score a bit lower actually. Did you? Um yeah, because I thought it would have the problem of we'd all heard it too much and would sure. it'd be like eight. I mean, it do, it does have that problem, realistically. It does. I was surprised, especially with my review listen when I like, looked into all the songs. I was like, fucking hell, they're actually all great. Whereas sometimes they would come up in my car and I'm like, oh, I've heard it's too much and I'd skip it. But um, no, it's a fantastic album. Literally, I think if it was just ordered better, I would also give it a 10. But it's just the fact that the worst songs are back-to-back. Back. It just means that when listening to the album, you just got that, you know, yeah. like, you get to LA Devotee, Golden Days is solid, and then it's like, ugh. and then Impossible Years, not like Upbeat, it's a very different vibe to the yeah. rest of them. So you know, like, once LA Devotee's over, the Upbeat, like, go-for-it dance songs are, like, done. Uh, done, yeah. Well, sorry, you're still not changed out of work, you know? Why? <laughs> I'm tired. It's been hours. No, he's actually just... He's, that's tomorrow's uniform. He goes to bed in it so he can get a bit longer in bed. That's smart. I don't know you how know, to get taller in bed. But... So, Joe, what's the next album? The next album? I've, I wanted to pick one that... It was your choice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. We're going back to a band that I've already picked. Okay. Okay. And it's a band, band. that I think you were... You, all you guys were surprised that it was good. Um, and I've just realised that I've not listened to any of their earlier stuff at all. I've not even touched it. Um, so I'm interested to see if it's good as their newer stuff, considering they haven't brought out any new music. Um, so we're going to do Lower Than Atlantis... World record. Oh. Which is okay. came out in 2011. It's quite an old album. Is this the flipping switch on the generator back? No. No, this they, is they English did... Kids in America. Uh, words don't come so easily. That one. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember. You sound so thingy. You really liked it. I just don't like you. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, now I'm looking forward to um, this because it was one of those 
albums that I actually went back and re-listened to and probably would have rated even higher. So, mm. The problem um, is now is I've got in my head that it's the flip the switch on the generator band and it isn't. So I'm already <laughs> so you just already disappointed. Because <laughs> I only gave it a six point five. Oh, this this might be awful, like because I really liked the old stuff. It it was almost so, your first thirty, Jerry. It was twenty nine point five. I was aiming for it. I thought it was going to be a thirty. I was so disappointed. I mean, this time um, it could be. I I mean, it could older almost definitely means worse, right? Probably. Worst they've come so easily is still one of my favourite songs. There you go. The only one that anybody knows. Perfect. Got uh, any closing thoughts, Joe? Uh, Did you know that (laughs) every time. (laughs) Sorry, it just got worse. Stupid (laughs) fucking voice. (laughs) Did you know that some cats can be allergic to humans? (laughs) 